Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tilt's The Interesting Liquid Talk Show. My name is Ian Sansevera, also known as Not Ian Sans. Currently, I'm the director of 1UP Studios for Team Liquid. If you guys are new to the show, follow us on all of your favorite podcast applications. We are on all of them, Spotify, Apple Music, Makeup One, we're probably on there too. If you want to watch us with your eyeballs, head over to youtube.com slash teamliquid, where you can look at my face and our guest faces. Make sure you drop a like, comment, and subscribe to the channel while you're there. Today on Tilts, we are talking about not merchandise. Do not say the word merchandise. We are talking about apparel, and we are talking about Team Liquid apparel and the guys that brought you everything that is currently on tl.gg store. There's a lot of amazing, amazing products up there, and everything went through our guests' hands that are going to be on the show today, starting off with Damian Estrada. He is the creative director for Team Liquid Apparel. He's been with the organization for... I don't know, seven years or something like that. Infamous Marvel and 1UP GG fanboy, Damien Estrada, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Also joining us on Tilts, we have Mr. Travis Anderson, who is currently the global VP of apparel and commerce for Team Liquid. He has an accent that I can't quite place, and he's worked with more brands and celebrities than I can clearly remember for this podcast introduction. Travis, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Matt. So Damien's probably, arguably, the most famous person that we've had on Tilt so far. So I think we're going to start off with Travis. Uh, just kind of let us know a little bit how you how you got here. How did you get to Team Liquid? Who are you? What's your mother's maiden name, social security number? All the juicy information that we need to know. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, I've um, uh, been in the apparel business for close to 20 years now. Actually, even, more, even longer, probably. And... Uh, Started out with uh, my own brand, and then um, throughout, uh, you know, after that, I worked with a number of retailers, uh, you know, from Urban Outfitters to Selfridges, Topshop, uh, and started developing lines for them. And then um, over the last four years, I've really kind of steered into, I guess, the celebrity influencer space and helping a lot of people there create brands. Uh, you know, worked uh, two years ago, helped launch uh, Justin Bieber's line, Drew House. Uh, worked with some, uh, you know, a few other esports teams, and then um, last year reached out to Team Liquid to see if they needed any help on uh, product side, and um, came over and met the team and Mike, and uh, you know, really liked the team, and uh, from there started developing some products, and then you know, started seeing that there was some more help needed, and um, I got, I, you know, started having some discussions with Mike, and uh, he wanted to see if I was interested in joining the team full time. Uh, so took a few months, thought about it and continued to assist the team. And, uh, first of April, I joined, uh, full-time as a global VP of commerce and apparel and, uh, yeah, and love it. I love working with the team, love the brand, love the company. Um, and yeah, excited about, you know, all the, all the things that we're creating and where we're going and, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a great, uh, great company with a great culture. So yeah, very excited to be here today and uh, excited to be going forward with it. So Hell yeah, same. I mean, you're making uh, obviously really dope stuff. Damien's sporting some. Is that the unreleased one? It It is. It'll yeah. be... Damn, both close, of you on the unreleased game. Close to release, I think, <laughs> when this comes out. A yeah. week and some change yeah, away. Um, yeah, like two weeks about, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's awesome. You guys are making really uh, amazing apparel Everyone online is talking about how amazing it is, the quality. You've been featured in like several articles about best esports apparel. I think we took three of the top 10 in the last Forbes article or something that came out. Um, but Damien, for those people that are listening in or watching the video who don't already know you, um, explain kind of your path 
to liquid and then your path through liquid and until now. Sure, sure. So my path to liquid was actually through Curse, which then was through Azubu. It was this company that for a minute in time tried to compete with Twitch and then failed kind of like Mixer, I guess. Um, and so from there I met uh, like Joka Steve and uh, Big Steve, right? Liquid 1 and 2. Um, while I was filming a documentary piece for Azubu called Roads. Um, so I was close with that league team and I got to see them get reverse swept and not go to Worlds. Um, and that was fun. And then from that, I came over to Curse right when we were merging into Liquid. Um, so I'm kind of new to the company in comparison to some of the people that have been here forever. Um, but from there, it started building out 1UP and that's where I met Ian. Um, and then we built 1UP together and then I peaced out uh, and <laughs> it became to, the- To the room next door. To the yeah, office to the next room door. Next door. <laughs> um, and then became the creative director of Team Liquid with a focus in apparel. Um, and that's kind of where I am now. So, I mean, even before Travis came on, you were doing some of the clothing designs, apparel designs and all that stuff. And you were really thinking about it as more of a lifestyle brand, more of a, like, I don't know if streetwear is the right, but basically you were looking at current esports fashion. You were going, eh, no, nah, that ain't it. Like, it's not cool enough. So uh, where did you kind of get the idea to kind of take it into more of like a streetwear lifestyle brand? And then at what point did you meet Travis and kind of like, what were your guys' first kind of conversations about where you wanted to take this? Sure. So even back like during the Jinx days when uh, TL was with Jinx, um, there was always like more that I wanted to do. And every time it was like, no, maybe not, uh, maybe next year. And it was like such a frustrating process of like not being able to do anything that like pushed the envelope. Um, and that's not necessarily on like Jinx, Jinx's hands or anything, maybe a little bit. Um, but just like the creativity wasn't there, the timelines weren't there. Like I didn't quite understand the months out that you had to do stuff, right? So if I thought that I saw something cool and we could iterate on it and make it our own, it was like, yeah, in, a, in like a year and some change, we can release it, not like next month, buddy. So that was like a learning process, right? Like even prior to having Travis introduced um, into TL. Uh, so I had some involvement back then, um, but really it was more of a focus. I think once I fully broke away from 1UP and was able to focus on just like Team Liquid and developing that as a whole, um, and I don't know if I'd say it's like streetwear, but I think lifestyle is, I mean, I always feel like that word's a little bit bullshit. Cause like, what does lifestyle mean? Like for gamers, like it's my the style lifestyle, of your life, dude, what are you talking about? Is like drinking, uh, a monster energy <laughs> and playing Valorant, right? Like that's my gaming lifestyle, right? So I don't want to make clothes for that guy, but I do want to make clothes for the person that I want to become, um, which would be, you know, optimistically, has like a, a sense of taste. Um, who knows if any of us are the right person for that job, but uh, <laughs> we're certainly trying. Um, and so it was really just wanting to do more than just kind of stay in our Team Liquid esports. Like we must win, first place always bubble, and really have a personality that spoke a little more uh, to an audience that wasn't such the hardcore like I realized how to optimize my scope by going to DPI sense, blah, blah, you know. <laughs> um, so really trying to bridge out those people are awesome and all of them are my friends, but we, we got to do more than that. 
So, so besides the team, Travis, I guess, what did you see when you first came into Liquid of what Damien was kind of already doing before you got there? And like, what, what kind of drew you to the vision, I guess? I, I like that the fact that it was still uh, malleable and that people were open to new ways of doing things. And I understood the vision of where they wanted to go uh, and obviously saw that there was a, a place for us to work together with uh, you know, their knowledge and my knowledge and to collaborate that uh, and create a you know, kind of a next level product uh, for, the, for the gaming clientele and to expand, like Damien said, to, um, again, like Damien said, you know, it's a bullshit word, like a lifestyle uh, you know, uh, customer. But at the end of the day, what we are trying to do is create a brand that um, you know, kind of encompasses everything that someone who may or may not game, uh, who do, what they do, you know, they like art, they like music, they follow you know, street culture to some degree, you know, it, everything's kind of meshed and blended nowadays, the same as music is, you know, so I think, um, I think it's so hard to kind of like compartmentalize yourself the way that people used to. I think nowadays you just, just a human being, man. And you kind of like, uh, expand on that, even though you do certain things, um, you are, you do, you do touch on so many other things. And I think what's great with what we're doing right now is we're building a brand that, can cross over to so many areas with its core roots in gaming. But, you know, we want to expand over to like philanthropy and, uh, and other elements and bring those into the brand and, uh, you know, make this, make this, I guess, a really intelligent brand that is, uh, stands for something more than just being, Oh yeah, we throw a logo on some t-shirts, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I want to, I want to go back to, to what Damien said earlier, which is like, you know, working with Jenks and I think working with any other manufacturer, um, obviously Travis, you have a lot of like professional experience with this. Damien kind of only knew it on the team liquid side of like Jinx and the meta threads. And you're kind of beholden to their capabilities. Right. And at some point that just kind of, you hit a roadblock with what they were capable of doing and what you actually wanted to do. So, um, I guess where was the process kind of before and like how, how is it now? Where have you taken it now? And like, what is, what is kind of our process if as much as you want to, you know, divulge on this podcast, but yeah, I mean, what's the process now and why is it more beneficial? Uh, I think prior we uh, were working through uh, so many layers uh, and didn't have really a direct uh, conduit to uh, reliable manufacturers or someone that we could build a relationship with. And that was one of the positives that I brought along was, uh, you know, my network and relationship of, uh, of, you know, through the supply chain and, um, you know, bringing that through, you know, we're working with factories now that manufacture for, you know, high level street brands such as Kef and Palace and Stussy and, and so forth. And I'm no longer working with, uh, something that was referred to us by someone else or, going through someone else's layer, you know, we have a direct in a direct relationship. We buy our own fabric, we develop our own colors, we develop our own trims, uh, our own patterns and fits, you know, and um, that means we control the whole process to some degree. And uh, that has given us a lot more creativity, uh, allowing us to develop a better product, you know, through time. It's obviously going to take um, a few more months till we get there, but um, it allows us to really bring in uh, those resources, which, uh, is great. Like I said, you know, there's so much value and knowledge that Damien has and so many, so many ideas and, and creativity that we can apply to this product now 
and really um you know kind of take it you know blend those things together with the knowledge that myself and my team are bringing along you know um and that, and I guess at the end of the day, we just we, at the end of the day, we're just having fun and wanting to make some cool shit. You know, <laughs> we want to make product that um, you know that we're proud of, and that when people, you know, for us, yeah, sales are great. But at the end of the day, when we see a, a really a comment where someone's super stoked on what they got, or someone's excited with the product, or with the visuals we created, or the experience, that's the fulfilling part, you know. And we only want to kind of take that high you know for, for we just getting warmed up you know at this point so yeah having travis come in was kind of like a breath of fresh air because like i i understood a lot about the fashion industry and that like my mom used to be a sales rep and so i used to be around all of that as a kid um so like i understood to some extent like timelines and patterns and figuring out you know fabrics and materials i didn't understand the details but i under i knew what i didn't know um, so a lot of the times when I was designing, like what you were saying earlier, Ian, like, you know, there's a, a set of things that you can do and do it in that set. I always designed within limitation. So once Travis came on board, I feel like it took me like a good drop or two before I was like, wait, there is no limitation. We can just, if I want to have a nylon inside for this hoodie, we can do it. Right. Not saying that that's a good move, but just pulled something out of my ass. Um, and it's like, you know, custom aglets, which funny, the hoodie that I'm wearing doesn't have that. Um, but like something like that to me in the past was like, oh, good luck. Like we'll develop that maybe next year. It's like, you know, Travis had samples in a couple weeks, which was just crazy. Uh, so I me. certainly know what an aglet is, but for those people out there who don't know, explain what is an, what is an aglet? An aglet is the end of a draw cord. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, I, I mean, yeah, yeah of course I knew what them. that is. <laughs> uh, we we we've branded these ones, but I mean, we we developed. We got some really cool stuff in the pipeline as yeah, well. Yeah. What we're gonna you know do with uh, the trims and um, yeah, you know, we brought in all all other elements. You know, woven labels. Is that an unreleased uh, hoodie right there? Are you holding up like? Is that whole rack behind you unreleased? Like what? <laughs> What, are we gonna have to blur uh, anything out of this video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you listening this, on uh, Spotify or yeah. whatever, like, sorry, you can't see any of this. But you told you told me this was a private discussion. I didn't know oh, this was. Is that what I told you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's. And, I never signed this waiver. Yeah. And it's those little details that I think are are people aren't even thinking about that kind of stuff. The custom tags, like the little like inseam trim stuff, the aglets. Speaking of custom tags, all right, check this out. First of all, just listen to these. <laughs> you hear that good quality? weight solid weight this is asmr stream now <laughs> but look, look at that the new custom lqd tag this shit is clean look it's thicker <laughs> than than the money that i have in my wallet by Ooh. a lot let's talk about the customer experience with something like that the the custom tags the like branded aglets all that stuff like what kind of comments have you heard from the community about that kind of stuff? And like, why is it important for you guys to have those little micro details that some people might just deem as a waste of money? I think it's the the whole product experience, you know, from the unboxing uh, to feeling um, all the details. It, it shows that care has been taken to design and manufacture this product. And it hasn't been like an afterthought or something quick to get done. And, you know, it's not part of the brand message you know we care about all those elements and we want to even like i said take them even further so uh yeah and it also you know it kind of ex it's a it explores creativity as well you know kind of bringing in through new you know new techniques and 
new materials, you know. So again, it just makes the product more interesting and exciting uh, for the for the customer and for ourselves as well. Again, like we said, we're not doing this, you know, just to to hawk a product. We do it because we love what we do, and we also like making stuff that we want to wear as well. So, I agree. Um, No, I I do think that there are a large demographic of our fans that don't really care, right? They don't care that the tag's better. They don't care that the stitching's better. They don't care that it's better material. And to them, okay, fair. But uh, not every product is made for every fan. And so I think there's a section of stuff that we make for ourselves, which I would argue LQD is very much in that realm is stuff that we want to see. Um, there's stuff that we make for fans, which is, you know, like your hats that we have coming out. Uh, and like that stuff's cool. Like I also want that, um, but it's not quite at the like customized tailored level that some of the other stuff is and little things like tags and all that, like might not be a big deal to some people. I feel like it elevates the product. Um, for those people that maybe aren't fully bought into Team Liquid yet and they get a hoodie and they realize that the tag's really nice. Like, I, I mean, I've seen Mike walk around with like off-white tags on his bag. So, I mean, it's like, That's a thing. I'm going to yeah, go put this that. on my bag now, okay? That's yeah. my off-white tag. <laughs> so, what is, the, what, what is the LQD tag made out of? It looks, is it like pressed into the, is it indented? Explain for those listening to the podcast. I need you to explain in excruciating detail the thing you're holding in your hand. It's a heavy cardstock, and I do believe we did an emboss on there with a with a yes, with a flash correct. Pronova. So, yeah, that's so it has I'm some sort for. of texture. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we we went with a, a very heavy cardstock there. So again, adding adding weight and value, and you know, going back to your your point about waste and things like that, those are also things that we do consider. So we're not like disregarding any thought for the environment or um, or what our products do in that sense. We also are, as of the latter part of this year, moving over to be plastic-free on all our packaging. We're using recycled card, uh, you know, really trying to get away from all plastics, uh, you know, um, and the, the factory, the main factory that we use also runs on solar. Um, they, in turn, will be plastic-free by next year, recycled water, so we are considerate of where we manufacture our product and uh, and what it takes to get it done as well. You know, we we're not using uh, you know any uh, underpaid labor. We 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 use premium factories, and um, we rather pay more than take out the price. And and rather you know we 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 are we are to add value to the product and not take away from it. So. I, I remember seeing early photos. I mean, I still see them. And uh, no offense to Victor if he watches this podcast, but he loves that blue Team Liquid t-shirt with like the stitched embroidered like Team Liquid thing on the front so much. And I'm like, Victor, what are you what are you doing? But oh, wait, when you Travis, think about- oh, do you have the <laughs> Wait, sample? has Travis seen that before? Yeah, we have that shirt revisited with our new branding colors and elements. Oh, so, interesting. That's cool. The, thro- the throwback yeah. is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But going back to the original, which was not a throwback, it was the original, what were people thinking back then? Like, what? I mean, I've seen uh, I've seen crazy esports fashion. So uh, maybe Damien, I think you've been around it the longest. What is kind of the evolution of esports fashion? And if you can find a way to weave in the Team Liquid uh, white soft shell jacket in there, um, let's let's hear your recount of Team okay. Liquid or uh, uh, esports fashion. I think 
esports fashion was not a thing until the last couple of years. I think esports being small was very much, or in in the beginning, right, being small and niche was very much like, how do we as a group of people that are coming to an event show that we're part of of one another, that we're part of the same group? And so I think it added a ton of validity when you know you walked into a into a tournament with like a curse. Uh, T with the sponsors on it or a TLT with the sponsors on it. It was like, oh shit, like are those pro players? Like are those the Dota guys or the Starcraft guys? Is that the league team? Um, and so I think it added a ton of, of, you know, us, right? It was like a team thing. And then as teams gained popularity, right, it turned into like, well shit, we need merch for the fans. And so then it was like, well, it can't, maybe it should be the jersey, maybe it shouldn't. I know back when we had the soft shell jacket, it was very much like the soft shell jacket is for players only because we don't want fans walking around and then like other fans thinking that those fans are pro players and then it gets weird. And there was this whole thing where like you couldn't put liquid in. It was like a whole like way before my time. I've only heard tales of the old times. Um, but it was very much like, I don't know if that jacket was originally developed to be sold. And then it, a bunch of people wanted it and they developed it. And that, that was probably at that moment in time, the most elevated like merch or like apparel piece, I think in the esports space, I know EG followed up with like a couple things that they did through Astro um, and CLG had like a really cool outerwear piece. That was something along those lines. And then uh, like for the old LCS people watching or listening to this, like gravity with their like leather jacket, which wasn't, a cut and sew piece, right? They just went, I think cop was saying it was like forever 21 and they all got the same leather jacket, but it's like, you know, it's being part of a tribe, being part of the team, being the collective, you know, I think that's where it spawns from. And I think now we're finding like, that's cool. We have our jerseys, we have our standard team tees, but like what goes beyond that, right? Like how do I, as a fan support team liquid, when I go out, well, I guess not right now, but in a time where we used to go out to the movies or, you know, go out to dinner, how do I go and support TL, but not wear a Jersey uh, to K barbecue? Cause maybe that's a little weird. Right. And I think that you guys have really kind of come into something that is, is developed into something that's really cool, which is that lifestyle type vibe where it seems like it's really high fashion and a very premium product, right? Like I, there's still some teams that throw out free t-shirts at events or whatever, but we've decided to develop a premium product. And so within that premium product, I kind of want to go to, I'm sure this is something that you guys hear all the time. It's too expensive. I can't afford it. Complain, complain. But there's logic and reason behind the price point of this thing. So from, from a business standpoint, where is the, where's the threshold of like <laughs> too expensive, but like people don't know that it's a premium product, so they can't really waver. Like where do you guys, how are you handling and navigating that sort of conversation? I do actually feel, um, oddly enough, I haven't seen a lot of those comments. Like I definitely thought we were going to get that with the most recent Marvel drop. And, you know, I didn't really see too many, like this is too expensive. I saw a lot of like, I can't afford this right now. I hope it it's still in stock. Um, so I feel like our fan base definitely gets it right after buying a couple pieces and like figuring it out, like, oh shit, this is way better than that hoodie that I bought four years ago. Like this is actually really quality stuff. Um, that's kind of my take on it. What do you think, Travis? 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think, um, you know, there's obviously a, a level of customer that's resistant to price and maybe um, aren't as informed about the product, uh, you know, relativity to the price. But um, from our end, also another way we're going to approach that is we are offering tiered products. So we are offering product from, you know, an affordable price bracket through the more premium products, you know, so you can choose between the Toyota and the Lexus or, you know, uh, kind of <laughs> version. And, uh, you know, so we we are providing those options. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, obviously we, we're in, in different times. So we want to, you know, we want to provide product that's accessible to people of all levels. And it's, it's more about a choice as opposed to us going out there with all $90 hoodies. You know, that will be a different story than, uh, you know, than us offering. You, you have the $60 choice. You have the $75 choice. You have the $80 choice. And you do have the $90 choice, you know, so depends what you want to go for, you know. Uh, that that whole process is so painful to me because I always want everything to be like the best quality material. But obviously, if we did that, it's like every hoodie is like $90. Just otherwise, like, which isn't a ridiculous price to pay for a good hoodie. By the way, a lot of people out there who hear $90, oh God, like, no, it's actually a fairly reasonable price to pay for a good, solid hoodie that is warm, that is comfortable, that looks good. Yeah, kind of blows me. I mean, but yeah. money is one of those things that I think everyone will differ on, right? You got some yeah, people yeah. that are like, they really save. And then you got people like me who like, I'll, I'll see an Instagram ad of something that I do not need. And if it's a good ad, I'll just buy it. Like I'm horrible with it. I feel that. Don't Thank be you. Like we got kids. some ads coming out. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think uh, relative, uh, you know, also to that is um, the fabrics uh, that we're using are actually to the degree similar or the same fabric as high-level streetwear brands anyway. So our product selling at $80, $90, you probably be buying the same hoodie elsewhere for $200 plus, you know. So w- there's a huge value in the product that we supply. Uh, and, you know, again, maybe not everyone's that informed about it. Um but we hope to, um, you know, we hope to create um, or provide that information through the blog and through the marketing of the product, and you know, through hopefully as customers buy one and then they buy another and tell a friend and people see the product. That that word of mouth, I think, will spread what we're trying to create. So yeah, it's definitely not a. We don't think this is a you know a quick journey. We we're we're in it for the long haul to to ramp it up and and build a brand. You know, totally. Damien, you mentioned uh, one word in a statement or two ago, uh, the M word, the Marvel word, which mm, mm-hmm. are, were we the first esports team to have a Marvel partnership? 100%. That's crazy. All right. So I remember the very early days when you were like designing Marvel themed jerseys for fun, like when they weren't even part of the conversation. And then one thing led to another and all of a sudden your designs were in front of like the design apparel team at Marvel. And you were like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah. So what, what was that experience like for you to like getting to pitch to one of like your favorite brands besides Team Liquid, obviously? Yeah, uh, no, I definitely like Marvel more than Team Liquid. Um, I think it was one of, <laughs> I think it was uh, one of those situations I was talking to I think it was like Mike or Victor, and they had asked me this question, like, what's something that you would want to do? Like, I think it was Mike, because I can't see Victor asking me that, but I could see Mike being like, I mean, what do you want to do that's not Team Liquid, right? And like, my mind immediately went to like, well, something with Marvel, like I want to do something with Marvel somehow, right? 
Um, and that was kind of like the end of that conversation. We were just talking about whatever, just friend things. Um, but then that night when I got home, I was like, how do I make Marvel matter to Team Liquid? And that is what reminded me of a conversation that I had with Victor where I was like, at like Comic-Con, that's like for me was like one of my favorite events to go to, even though it's like super packed and really hot and not really that fun. Um, but if you go with people that you like, it's fun, uh, pretty much like anything that you do. But um, for me, those were always like my favorite things to do with my friends during the summer. And I was like, how does Team, how does team Liquid pay for me to go to Comic-Con? Because it's really expensive and I don't want to do it was the internal thought. But then the external thought was, how do I make Team Liquid matter at Comic-Con? Um, and so that clicked and I was like, oh, Marvel. Like, how does Liquid and Marvel exist in the same realm? And it sounded like such a dumb idea because it's like, I mean, does Marvel have a competitive esports game? No, uh, not yet, right? Like Marvel versus Capcom, but that had like died off uh, like a couple years before. So it was like, uh, I don't really know how to make it happen. And then I was like, well, maybe if like I could see like heroic jerseys, like Captain America, Iron Man, like, yeah, I could see there being like a realm of possibility. And I just started like designing like weird ass. It was a lot of like, do I go super subtle to where it just kind of references the colorways, but then that doesn't feel like enough to like really warrant like a partnership. And then it's like, do I over design and make it kind of look like the costumes and kind of went there and then pulled it back a little bit. And then we pitched it to them. And those first round of pitches were like, they were really bad. Like I didn't know what the hell I was doing in terms of designing something that could be wearable by a human. Um, so the designs were just a little wonky. Maybe we'll do like a print of those one day, like slightly tightened up. So they're more realistic. Um, and it was like, I showed, I think Bruce from Axiomatic, or I showed Victor, and then Victor's like, oh, this this is awesome. Like, I'm talking to Bruce later. Do you mind if I show him? And then I was like, sure. And the next thing I know, I come into the Alienware training facility sponsored by Alienware uh, the next day, and Bruce is like, Damien, I saw the designs. They're amazing. Like, what? I sent out an email last night, and in my mind, I'm like, what? you sent th that thing? that I made to fucking someone at Marvel? Like, what yeah. the hell? And Bruce uh, just happens to be good friends with him. He's like, oh, yeah, I know the CEO, yeah, the, C like, the CFO. Yeah, the we, <laughs> we, we went to, to college together and elementary, yeah. you know, like those kinds <laughs> of stories. And I was just like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, he loves them. They want to have a conversation with us. And so we, like, went to the Marvel Games campus with, like, our LCS team and, like, tried out one of their new games. I, f I forget. It's the Switch one that came out. Um, and it was like kind of exploratory, but it wasn't really the team that would be able to approve it. So I was like, eh, maybe it happens in like three years, right? Like we build a relationship. Maybe we promote some of the games or something like that. And then like next thing I know, it's like, oh, by the way, here's uh, contact info for the dude at Soft Goods. We'll get you on a call with him like next week. Like have some stuff to show. And it was like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, so then that, you know, that took obviously a couple months to like tie up, but it, then it happened. And then we released it. And it was like, I felt like I could finally rest. Like that was it. There are a few lists of things that I still have to do in esports and then I could go to sleep. So what's, uh, I mean, what what's the process been like? Because maybe people will think, oh, do this person next, do that person next. But like, there are some rules and not restrictions, but there are some like guidelines that you have to follow with working with somebody like Marvel, right? So uh, for yeah. those out there that are wondering, what, what are some of those? A ton of, I think um, they're kind of open for anything, right? They're, there's 
rarely a pitch that we toss at them that they're like, eh, I don't, I don't know if that's it. Um, a lot of the times it's like, hey, this is a good idea, but you should wait for six months. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I will wait for next year to do this thing. Sure. And then like two months later, you hear an announcement for like a film or like an actor cast as a role. And then it's like, oh, that's why we shouldn't have released that concept when we did. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of like weird coded, like I truly don't know a lot, um, messaging around like, this is a really cool idea that you want to do for, like there was a Venom idea that we had early. Um, and they were like, you should wait for next year, which was going to be this year. But then obviously the film got pushed to next year. So now the idea, like we had a whole collection pretty much ready to go. I think we even have units like yeah, of I've seen blanks some of them. They're dope. sitting yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, uh, yeah, the whole world can't go watch movies anymore. So we don't really have anything to launch against. Um, so we're not like really tied to the film cadence, but obviously it helps because everyone's talking about the characters. Everyone's invested again. Right. Um, so it's like very much you try to hit, uh, areas that make, that have impact and cultural relevance. So like, for example, at the beginning of the year, we dropped a Black Widow collection in April, um, you know, right around when the film was supposed to come out. The film didn't come out. Uh, so that was unfortunate. But, you know, tried to keep the spirit. A lot of other licensees I saw still release stuff, right? Because as a MCU community, we all still are waiting to see what actually happens. Uh, to that character, that sounds like I can move away something, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> and so, no leaks. You know, uh, we'll have a re-up, a revisit to that collection with a couple new pieces in October-ish. Um, so it is really just trying to find the cultural impact and relevance of those characters. Um, there's like a, you know, like the Marvel anniversary collection. There wasn't a big standing, you know, like the new Avengers game or something like that or a new Avengers movie, right? But it was, we wanted to celebrate the anniversary. Um, and so that was very much like last year, a lot of the jerseys were designed with the intention to visually look like those characters were represented in our players, right? So Nitro did physically, right, with the uniform look like Captain America. The guys did look like they were in the quantum realm or at least something that referenced it, right? And so that like high visual impact was intentional for the first set of jerseys. And we always knew that we wanted to like bring the design over design back a little bit as we continued on with the collection. Um, we did take a lot of feedback, right? Like the CSGO community was kind of split. There were very much people that were like, this is incredible, right? I love Marvel. And there are other people that are like, fuck this shit. So fucking dumb. I can hate this clown outfit. Shit. I hate you guys. I hate Team Liquid now. Right. <laughs> and so coming into this year, we definitely took the clown outfit. I hate you guys. I hate Team Liquid feedback and tried to design back a little bit, but then obviously still keep that heritage and still keep that visual colorway and like aesthetic of those characters. So if you look at the five new ones that we released, we re-upped the original three so that you could have a full roster of players all together, like in an Avengers style or a Marvel team-up um, style presentation. And so now like our updated 2020 visual presence is your Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, and then a general like X-Men jersey. Um, and so all the jerseys that I see in the foreseeable future are going to very much be in that same aesthetic of like references to the characters, jerseys that don't look like 
you know, costumes um, and generally more clean and more wearable. You said something in there, uh, Black Widow, the movie was supposed to come out. Oh, now that we're not going to movies anymore, obviously we're talking about the COVID-19. Wait, I thought you can't say that on YouTube. We can say that. Yes, we can. Uh, and I've, I've talked to both of you about this, right? Because, you know, you guys have to work with us on stuff if you need, you know, photos, sometimes videos. And when we're always talking about what's going on with, with apparel and commerce. And unfortunately, you know, we've heard, oh, due to COVID, like we're kind of pushed back on deadlines and timelines and this and that. So kind of how is how has COVID affected um, Team Liquid Apparel and Commerce since this whole stupid pandemic started? Wow, that's a that's a loaded question. I mean, yeah. uh, aside from the fact that we all having to work from home, and I, I've probably got yeah, probably got a whole uh, warehouse in my in my room here right now. But um, yeah, aside from that, we uh, you know we've had to work uh, remotely as a team. But fortunately, you know we have some great tools like Slack and you know uh, uh, and things like that that have allowed us to keep the communication open and Asana for our task management. But uh, beyond that, you know, managing shoots has been incredibly challenging and you have to be creative. So at this point, it's just been, you know, been adaptive to whatever happens and gets thrown your way. You know, one day it's like, oh, yeah, you can't ship this year or it's going to take three weeks instead of a week or, you know, so it's just kind of rolling with the punches and working through it that way. But um yeah, definitely be a, been an interesting ride. Has the physical production of any of your pieces been halted due to COVID? Um, in the beginning, we had a few uh, a few issues uh, when it was uh, impacting other countries. Uh, but once they, you know, stabilized their themselves, we've been pretty much running relatively smooth from middle March onwards. You know, um, so yeah, fortunately, not that bad. Uh, logistically, it's been pretty ch- pretty tough, and you know, and there've been a couple scary times with uh, regards to warehousing. Yeah, domestically, and then anything you want to do in LA has been um, has been a pretty much a struggle as well. Damien, how do you feel about the COVID? Yeah, we've we've certainly had you know just full collections that were pushed back months just due to like, yeah. oh, we can't get it out of you know we can't get it to the United States right now. We can't uh, you know there's a delay in shipment. Oh, okay, that pushes it back a week or two. Oh, there's delays in receiving, right? Because low staff on the warehousing side. And then it's like, okay, cool. We received it. Now time to get it to the facility so that we could start collecting assets. And it's like, well, we're backed up because of this project and this project. And it's just like infinite delays. Um, So I feel like from the outside looking in, it feels like we've been jamming pretty hard this year. But let me just tell (laughs) you, the beginning of the year was supposed to be a lot more loaded than it is. And I'd argue we're what, like three months behind ish on some of the TL stuff, right? Yeah. In terms of like yeah. when we wanted to have it out versus when it actually came yeah, out. Yeah. Well, like LQD, for example, we planned for more for May and then we moved it to June and now it's <laughs> dropping end of July. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, stuff like that, we've had to, um, we've had to adapt and then move something else quicker, you know, so like uh, Hungry Box dropped, we we brought that one forward. Uh, then we had to air freight that stuff in. So we've we've had to really like, yeah, we've had to get creative in, in the way we approach it. But we've got, I, I have to say, we've got some badass stuff hitting hitting us from August onwards. Like some really really cool products. Like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm very 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 excited to um, to show everyone what we've got coming out. 
One of the things that fans have been asking for the most, this little homie right here, Blue is dropping. That, well, I guess by the time this comes out, Blue will have been released. So I hope, uh, I don't think we'll sell out. I think we ordered a ton of them. Um, so yeah, go get yours. Hooray. <laughs> Blue's in the store. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, even even stuff like that, right? And Travis, you mentioned the Hungrybox collab, which I think is really interesting on doing player collections and stuff with players specifically. So let's kind of pivot to there, and, and obviously the stuff for TL2, like Blue and everything, which is really cool. But specifically with the Hungrybox stuff, how involved was he in that whole process? And kind of what was it like launching a player? Was he the first player collection that we've done? Technically, the first player collection was a double lift to tail collection. But that was a Teo doing it, right? Not necessarily us doing it all ourselves, manufacturing correct, and everything. Correct. This yeah, is yeah. the first fully in-house player collection under the new uh, Team Liquid Apparel mm -hmm. regime. So what was it like working with Juan on that stuff? Was it an enjoyable experience? Juan has a lot of opinions. <laughs> and a lot of them are good, actually. Um, he has a lot of, I mean, how can you doubt the guy that came up with Hot Ones. Such a revolutionary format. Never been done before. Never been in done gaming. Before. The dude literally just spews brand new ideas. <laughs> no, but it, in reality, he was great to work with. Um, Gabby actually really like handled that entire design and like process. Like she came up with, I, I mean, we, we honestly have enough to do like another two hbox collections like that's how much design work we have uh obviously we tweak a lot of it because it feels sort of similar to what we had already released but juan has like a very distinct sort of vision for his his visual style and brand um and gabby was like totally down with like the neon sort of like knight rider vibes like retro synthwave kind of thing um, and so it was like finding the middle ground to where it wasn't too synth wavy and was still kind of contemporary and, you know, adding different elements in. And that's kind of my, my take on it. What do you think, Travis? Oh uh, yeah, I think it was, uh, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a great collection and the, re the response was amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, I think from my side, I mean, I thought, uh, uh, one was relatively easy to work with compared to uh, other people I've worked with <laughs> in the past. So I think, uh, you know, as far as approvals, these concepts, and then, yeah, Gabby knocked out some amazing art there and, uh, you know, the samples progressively came out really cool. You know, we added puff inks and some really fun features on it as well. But again, you know, it was a, it was a quick, a really quick turn collection. I think, um, the next one I'd like to build in a little bit more time so we could even, you know, even do some crazier stuff. Who do you guys think are doing it right in esports as far as apparel and collections and stuff? Is it the obvious 100T phase TL? Or is there somebody out there that's a, a dark horse contender for doing some really cool stuff? The look on Travis's face, he doesn't think that 100 Thieves or Phase is doing anything good. <laughs> I uh, know. I just had uh, no comment from my side. No <laughs> um, yeah, I certainly think the stuff 100 yeah. Thieves has been doing is great. I'm shocked that they've only released so far, what, two, I guess three, if you count their jersey collections this year. Um, but maybe less is more. Um, so I, I really like what they're doing. I think their newest collection was certainly another dice roll in terms of like, will the esports audience get it? 
and I, I like that they're doing that a lot. I like that they're not playing safe. Um, I think phase stuff is is good. I've like purchased a couple of phase things just to see the quality, and maybe I got the wrong stuff because it felt very like red bubbly. Um, I know like their collab stuff is supposed to be really nice, but it sells out too quick for me to even tell. Um, <laughs> I don't have any of it, uh, but it looks cool in photos, so I assume that their stuff is good. Um, do I think anyone else is doing it right? Uh, I don't know if I feel like there are any like teams that are doing it right. Like I think Fnatic has been doing it right for a while, right? If you go across the pond, um, I think G2 has like a really good team. We've worked with them. We did the G2 TL collab last year around Worlds. Um, their stuff is really cool. It, it certainly screams G2. Like you see a G2 thing and it is G2. Um, which is cool for that fan base. Um, <laughs> who else? I I like, okay, so I like what Killsteel is doing more than I like what Evil Geniuses is doing. So shout out to Sabrina. Ooh, Seb. Seb on that Killsteel tip. Yeah, and, yeah, all that stuff is really cool. EG, you guys should listen to her and you should have let her design the jersey. Woo, clip it. And stop stealing our jersey, Jesus. Woo, clip it twice. <laughs> Spicy. No comment from Travis? No comment. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, uh, uh, Golden Guardians, at the beginning of this year, the jersey that they released was super clean with, like, the patch on it and, like, the subtle oh, details. Yeah. I yeah, thought that yeah. was really nice. I think the Dig jersey's almost there. Sorry, my head just thinks of LCS always because that's what I'm in proximity of. Oh, FlyQuest, uh, Fiend Machine, shout out. Um, the stuff that they're doing, I love that they're owning their identity like from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. And so theming it all and it being in that realm, I think is super awesome. So I do think more teams are getting it now um, or more orgs are starting to understand like it can't just be like the logo on a t-shirt. Uh, and I think that that's amazing. I feel like um, this sounds self-serving. It's not because I don't think that we were the ones to push it. But I feel like very much back when you know, like Rebirth and Squad was like the format, right? I mean, it still kind of is a format, but it like took a couple teams to like get that video format down and to be like, this is the thing that you should do, bare minimum, please, <laughs> right? And so I think uh, Rebirth and I Am, or I Am Legends, lol, TSM Legends, um, I think shows like that really sort of set the groundwork. I think uh, 100 Thieves and FaZe did that in esports and Fnatic, I guess. Um, and so I think now you're starting to see teams get it and be like, oh, this is a bare minimum, right? And everyone that started the bare minimum is climbing up. And I think a lot of teams are just trying to hit the bare minimum bar right now. Um, so I think maybe in two years, you'll start to see your random teams that don't get it fully right now start to experiment. But I think everyone's just trying to like stabilize, right? Question for both of you. What's the thing that you're most proud of when it comes to TL apparel or commerce related anything? Like what do you, if you look back on maybe like even 2019, 2020 so far, like what are you, what are you most proud of? It hasn't come out yet. Wait, <laughs> what is it? it? Yeah, no, we no, we've got a lot of cool stuff that hasn't dropped yet that I'm really, 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 really excited. Uh, well, really proud of, and and think of people are gonna like a lot. Like what? We'll cut it out yeah. if we can't say it. <laughs> uh, uh, is it well, a we, is it a collab? Like, 
No, well, we got a collab. We've got a really cool collab coming as well. Which one? Uh, we've got. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Spill it, bro. I don't know what I can. I don't know, <laughs> dude. I can't say on you. Um, and then uh, we've got some cool like uh, track sets as well that I, I'm I'm pretty excited about. We've done like some, con- you know, mixed panel, mixed fabric stuff. Um, some some super Euro vibe stuff. We've done some, uh, you know, some some good uh, washes. We've got some good windbreakers in the works, you yeah. know, nylon fabrics. Love a good windbreaker. Yeah, I'm, yeah I think our, our, our fall and winter stuff is definitely, definitely, definitely something to look forward to. Save yeah, your money. I, all right, that was a cop-out yeah. answer. That was a cop-out answer. Yeah. Danny, right, what all, about you? All, all leak stuff yeah. that I know I can't really get in trouble for. Um, so what am I the most proud of? I, I mean, I'm just going to fucking say everything, dude. I, I don't know how to like... I'm, it's easier to say what I'm not proud of. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I guess that's a yeah, good thing. I'm going to, I'm going to force you on the spot to, to pick one thing from the last year and a half that you would say if you were going to, if somebody was like, show me the one thing, what, what's I that mean, what I'm the hoodie that I'm wearing now, I'm proud of, uh, cause it, it's, it's a, a real risk, right? Like Mav, does the esports audience understand Mav? I have no fucking clue, right? The and Kanye then do audience they, does. And then do they understand this pocket? I personally love that pocket. It looks really cool in the designs. It looks cool in person. It's the def- BFP, the big fucking pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you guys are calling it internally, the PFP? Nah. <laughs> but we should. We'll put it on the product description. The, the BFP. And like, and like the detail in here, right? Like we only did mains down this side, but I had to have all six, right? So we hit them. Oh, look at that. Sick. The stitching on there, you know, you gotta gotta keep the narrative going, right? Six mains, six chevrons. Uh, you personally pull that color off really well. I don't know if I've ever seen somebody pull that, because you have a few different hoodies in that color, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to make a TL hoodie in this color a thing for so long, so I'm so proud that we're finally doing it. Um, <laughs> everyone that keeps asking, I mean, getting blue out, obviously, huge. Uh, but everyone that keeps it, there's this one product that is just going to follow me till death. And people keep asking for the, the, what, what is that jacket that we were talking about earlier? The soft shell jacket, the soft shell jacket that only works on people that have European body types and are six foot three. Yeah. People that jacket, the, the horrible the jacket. Soft shell jacket back? Yeah. I, I get like once a month, <laughs> once a month, someone DMs me and is like, yo dude, how have you been doing? Really love what you've been doing. Like everything's so cool. Really love rebirth. Really. Oh, I miss piglet, blah, blah, blah. Like one up super amazing. Like tell those guys, shout out, like love everyone. Tell Steven Victor, what's up? Tell them. And by the way, when's the soft shell jacket coming out? <laughs> and it's like, ne- never. I, I don't know how many times it's uh, never it's never coming out, but uh oh, there's a but. <laughs> the anticipation it's destroying <laughs> me. I'm stuck. Wait, what is this? Is this new leaks? Yo, this wait, is, is that, that a bomber? This is that new leak, boy. Woo! That, wait, let me see the inside. Wait, the what's factory. on the inside? Re- reversible twenty-year bomber, bro. Got gold, gold. You're never gold getting zippers. your soft shell jacket, so stop asking. <laughs> this is it reimagined, and it's way better. Dang, that's dope. Ooh, zipper ASMR too. Yeah, that's that's great. Wait, it's reversible. Yeah. Damn, that's cool, man. 
And this is like a really like long out there tease because it's not coming out for a while. That's cool. I, I see a lot of the stuff that you guys are working on. I don't think I've ever seen this. Business in front, party in the back. Yeah. I'm hoping that's going to be the theme of 2020, right? <laughs> yes. The, the, the bullshit has happened and now we're going to party for the rest of the year. I'm hoping. In our 20-year anniversary reversible bomber jacket. That thing is dope. Well, yeah, lots, yeah, cool. lots, yeah. To, lots to come for, uh, for T TL Apparel. And obviously, we're all a little biased because we work for TL here, right? But legitimately, outside of the bias, I think the stuff that you guys are doing is, is really impressive, really high quality, looks really dope. I would never guess that it's an esports brand or affiliated with an esports team, which I guess is both good and bad, if, depending on how you look at it. But it's really, it's really cool. The design is unique. It's, it's really dope. You guys should be certainly proud of yourselves. What's, uh, I guess, <laughs> remove COVID from the equation. What, what goal are you trying to accomplish this year? What goal are you trying to accomplish overall for TL Apparel? Wow. That's another loaded question. Aside from, uh, aside from uh, conquer the world, no, um, we, uh, yeah, we, I guess for us, it's, um, you know, we're, I think to build out and design our collections further in advance is definitely a major goal this year. Uh, we've set up a lot of um, uh, great operations and backend like systems as well, which has been useful. And then we're rolling out, uh, you know, uh, stores in different territories this year as well. So we launched our Taobao store in China in May. Uh, we're launching Brazil for Q3. And then we're going to be uh, launching Europe for uh, Q4 as well. So um, we'll have uh, localized uh, e-commerce shopping in those territories as well. So, yeah, those are some of the immediate goals. But, I mean, five-year plan, I think, uh, you know, it's to grow our department to be um, a creative resource and incubator, you know, within the space. You know, beyond that, I can't really say too much more. But, yeah, I think we're... Um, I think we have a lot to offer and a lot to provide. And uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we've, we've got a great infrastructure and uh, a great kind of a lot of great knowledge and resources at our fingertips that we can do so much more with, you know. So uh, I guess I'm not, I'm giving, again, giving you a vague answer, but uh, yeah, uh, there's big plans there. So yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll accept your vague answer. Coming into this, like, uh, you know, putting a, an apparel team together and <clears throat> building out merchandise and apparel and accessories and all that, I always knew, like, I, I cannot figure it all. Not one person can figure it all. Travis can't do it all by himself. I can't do it all by myself. Logan can't do it by himself, right? It really takes a team. And even beyond your core team, I think it takes a lot of really creative individuals that you associate with, that you bring on to do certain projects. And so a lot of some of our best work, I think, will be featured through some of those with some of the stuff that you'll see later this year. I mean, even the the anniversary jerseys alone, right? Like MK's in, while he is part of TL, was very much someone that we saw in the community that we were like, this guy's insane, let's bring him on board. And he's designed a ton of stuff for us. And like, same thing, Jason Pun, like, dude that's been working close to us for a while. Um, and so like just bringing more people in creative, creative heads, uh, really stuff. I wish I could talk about more. Sorry to Travis you, but I'll give you some visuals. I mean, do you want to just say it and we'll bleep it out in post and it'll be hilarious. Uh, you'd have to blur my mouth though. That's fine. I'll do it myself. Okay. 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 Uh, the stuff I think is going to fucking slap. 
and uh, and <laughs> shit that we're hopefully gonna see with. Um, and the, but personally, some of the stuff that I'm most excited about since I've been stuck at home and all I can do is stare at my computer screens and what's connected to my fingers and right underneath them. Um, yeah, you've really been on that lately. I respect it. Yeah. The, the mouse pad, the keycaps, all that stuff. Hell yeah. You can't hear me now because it's blocking my voice, but we got like the, I'm an FPS gamer mouse pad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we got the I'm a casual gamer mouse pad, and those are in the store right now. The thing that's not in the store, but it's being developed, and please don't oh, please don't look at this thing and think that this is what the keycap set only keycaps uh, are gonna be. But this is the V1 of the that's TL sick. keycaps. It's uh, still early early stages. Hopefully, like holiday release, but we'll see. Nice. Unless nice. people want to like uh, do the standard uh, keycap, like I'll order it in July and hopefully it arrives by February. If you guys want to do that, hit the like, subscribe button, make sure to comment. I want keycap set now. <laughs> Thanks. Um, well, I, I guess this is the point in the show where we start promoing all the stuff that we've been talking about the whole time. So where can people find all this stuff? And also, Travis, if you want to kind of talk about uh, building the site from the ground up again when you came in. I know that we talked about that early on, but um, where, what is the website? Where can people find it? And yeah, let's talk about the website. Uh, well, that again was a, a total team effort. I mean, um, yeah, we brought in, um, brought in uh, uh, some new Shopify developers and uh, outsourced some um, external coders as well and uh, redesigned the site with inspiration from sites that we liked. Uh, in addition to that, we overhauled all the the kind of um, model photography as well, um, you know, started utilizing um, proper models as well. Uh, and then just, you know, I guess wanted to create a, a better flow through on the whole site in, in, in general and create big, bold uh, statement banners for each collection and drive it really visually as well. But I've, you know, the site generally is a work in progress at this moment in time. We, I'd say we're still on like, v1 you know and and evolving from there as well we've got um you know a lot of uh a lot of new things that we're adding to it over the next uh course of the weeks as well as well as some um great marketing techniques as well dude the the process that we're coming up with for jersey checkout should be revolutionary aka uh yeah we stole it from apple (laughs) oh i would ask you to tell me more about it, but you're probably going to give me some vague answer again. So I'm not even going to go there. I mean, I, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. All right, so right now- <laughs> It's revolutionary. It'll blow your mind. In in, in order, <laughs> in order, I'm talking about what, what I hope the end goal is. If it's not this, don't be upset at me. But right now, like when you select a jersey, right? It's like, hold on, let, let me do it actively so that I could walk through because m- maybe it's better than what I think it is. Okay, so we again, do have, have a lot of jerseys. explain in excruciating okay. detail for the people listening. For everyone that's like, oh my god, you guys change jerseys more than you I change clothes. First of all, that's disgusting. You need to change your clothes more. And the <laughs> dude that tweeted that, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about. Please <laughs> use the wash more. Um, or maybe you don't smell. And in that case, that's awesome. But anyways, so right now, if I want to go select a jersey, right? Like, let's say I want to buy the Dark Horse jersey. Let me... Uh, let, okay, let's say I want to buy the Dark Horse jersey. And I want... 
Okay, there's your size. Cool, that's pretty self-explanatory. Gamer tag. Uh, I could choose no gamer tag, custom gamer tag, and I could type in characters, right? I could write um, monkey head and pretend that that's my gamer tag. Um, and that's I don't see it on the product anywhere. I don't see like any visualization of it. If I pick like LCS team, um, nothing changes. I'm still looking at the same image, but what if there was a world to where I could see a preview of that similar to how, like if you were to check out with an iPhone and I picked the, you know, satin gold version and then the visual changed to the satin gold so that I'm not looking at the mock-up of the black one. Right. Um, so just getting like little changes and additions and making that more visual and more like, I see what my final product will look like, not, I'm having to realize it in the back of my head. Okay, cool. Yes, order. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's important. I think that'll be a, a good user experience, certainly. Yeah, I'm a very visual person, so maybe no one else cares about that except for me. No, I think people care about that, at least subconsciously, certainly. And it's, uh, it's teamliquid.com, right? That's where everything is currently now it featured. Is. It is. Store.teamliquid.com. <clears throat> store.teamliquid.com or tl.gg slash store. I was going to say that, but I didn't know if that was still accurate. I like tl.gg slash store just because it became a meme in a couple of our videos. But yes, uh, it'll be linked in the video description below, obviously. If you're listening on Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, sorry, no link for you, but we'll put it in the description of the podcast. So there you go. (laughs) Go and check it out. Use promo code TILTS for free shipping in North America. Is that a thing? Did it you just now? I said it. It has to be a thing. <laughs> Yo, you can't okay. edit. It's not like you could edit it out. Yeah, true. We certainly can't. So use use promo code TILTS for free shipping in North America for listening to the podcast, for making it to the end of the podcast. Gentlemen, plug yourselves. Where can people find you? Uh, if, if you don't want them to find you, then just don't say anything. But this is your opportunity to tell people where to find you. Oh, wow. Uh, talk about the pressure. I've never done one of those. Um, yeah, I guess uh, I'm don't want to be fine right now but uh yeah thank you very much for having me on and uh, <laughs> i did give you the um, option it's my own fault yeah <laughs> uh yeah no, uh, no uh, thank you very much for having us on and uh yeah it was it was really cool so thanks for being here you can find me at twitter.com backslash damien estrada and that pretty much just on every other platform i just have my name because i don't like hiding Oh, oh wait, that sounds like I was like I was attacking Travis. No, that was an attack for people that don't use their names online so that they could be rude and disgusting to people. No, no, no. It is Damien Estrada everywhere. Nice. And if you guys okay. currently own a piece of Team Liquid apparel or merchandise item, take a picture of yourself in it and tweet at us once you listen to this podcast so we can just develop a whole nice collection of people wearing dope TL shit. Hell yeah. And use code TILTS yeah. for free shipping in North America. Yeah. Tag us. <laughs> And if for whatever reason you're compelled to find me on the internet at Naughty and Sands on pretty much every social platform that's out there right now, make sure that you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much any podcasting application. And if you want to watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Team Liquid. Give us a thumbs up, drop a comment in the comment section below, and make sure you hit that subscribe button. That's it for this episode. We'll catch you in the next one.